0: I party at the end of the week we party on a Sunday. Sunday so basically start the podcast. We got my best friend jacob Jacob's best friend, of course of course. <laughs> I used to know him as uh, oh my gosh
1: that's good that you forgot that's that's a I don't want anybody <laughs> digging up this dirt so uh. <laughs>
0: But Canon was the project. That's about it. Yeah. And uh, but either way, that's how I first found out about you, and then basically to see you come into the producer light as has been quite impressive, actually. Because I Thank mean, you. it's it it I, as much as I thought you would have been with how well the project did that you put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that that's the route you were going to stick with that's the route you were going to stay with, but mm-hmm. this, this producer out and sound design and all that stuff that you've been doing seems to be fitting a lot better.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for me too, um, just, yeah, in my own personal life and in the workflow and uh you know at the end of the day the thing that got me into music was production as well too you know when I got my cracked version of FL back when I was like 14 or 15 years old that was my introductory to introduction to music and um you know I think even when I was doing the performing stuff I was always kind of thinking about um how I never thought that I was as good of an artist as I was a producer. And I thought that if I could take some of those same beats that I was using and give them to other people and work with people that I thought uh, lyrically and vocally were more talented than me that I could I could help them get to the next level, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um yeah, it definitely wasn't an easy decision when I made that shift, you know what I mean? Cuz I'd yeah, put, yeah. you know, so many years and time and energy and stuff into it, but at the same time um I needed to kind of follow my gut, follow my heart. And I'm glad that I did that uh, because uh, yeah, I'm happy with the the road that I chose. And
0: clearly it's given you a lot more success than your initial venture of being an artist was. So
1: Yeah, definitely. And who knows? Like I could, maybe I could have kept going. Oh, no, this is, this you know is also I mean? true. It's like, yeah, it's like, but at the, would I have wanted it as much as I think I want the production stuff? Definitely not. I think for well, me, that speaks volumes. In it, in.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. So basically what I like to start with is a bit like a background deep dive of how I guess we don't need to go that deep if we're going to the production side, but mm-hmm. it, it, we very much will, I guess, too. But just to, uh, where it all started, what what sparked you to become a producer, I guess, more than an artist now?
1: Mm. I mean, I think it was honestly the fulfillment part. I mean, part of it as well, too, it's like when you're or at least for me, when I'm making beats like. I'm constantly like I feel like I'm speaking in like uh production in my head internally like it's just like right. a constant it's like I always want to get these things out whereas like when it came to like being an artist and and lyricism and stuff those stories um those things that I needed to do took a really long time because I wanted to get them them perfect whereas like production to a degree it's like I could make a song that sounds like it could have been, you know, for Michael Jackson or I could make a song that sounds like it could have been for Drake. Like you can literally be all over the map. You don't have to be in, in one box and you don't have to be like, you know, anyway, so uh, long story short, like it was, it was, it was part of that that i really just wanted to spend more time working on that side of the craft. But yeah, I mean, you know, my backstory is I'm from Nova Scotia. I, I live in Toronto now I spent uh, time in in LA. I first went there in probably like 2015 or 16 um, to work with, uh, I was working in the Kanye camp filming um, around when he was doing like the Life of Pablo stuff. um, And that ultimately led to a bunch of other film and, and sound design gigs. Um, and, uh, and kind of turned my world from, you know, production and, and artistry to um, a more film and media uh, focused world. And that all led up to the release of the Travis Scott um, documentary for Netflix, Look My Mic and Fly. Um, in August of 2019 I believe so I scored that um, as well as edited that with with White Trash Tyler and a bunch of other individuals and after that came out that's when I truly put my foot down and said I'm gonna give like the production thing like a full a real shot you know I'm really going for it so ever since then I've been kind of switching the narrative changing the conversation from like oh I can score the Travis Scott film to like Hey, I can produce for Travis Scott and make the records
0: with him and stuff, which like that. is not many people can really say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's well, not, mean, not easy <laughs> to no, do, but, not. uh, but we were able to to do it. So, uh, yeah. So in saying that, I guess, since you nailed those kind of things, what inspires you, like who inspires you, I guess, the most in your production.
1: I think if I could, I mean, I'm constantly inspired all the time by just, you know, the the production i hear on a daily um but i would say if i was to pick who, like if i was to like make myself uh like if i was to put the ingredients into the pot the ingredients yeah. would probably be um if this is a tough one either boy wonder <laughs> or wonder girl when it comes to like the drums and the bounce Fair. maybe i'll go with boy wonder simply because he's the the og the originator of course of you know course. so i'll homage to him uh, as far as like Textures, sound design, and sound selection, Frank Dukes. And as far as just being a great musician, playability, taste level ear, Mike Dean. So if I could be Frank Dukes, Mike Fair. Dean, and Boy Wonder mixed <laughs> together, which I'm currently, I think that's like the the super producer, the superhuman. Uh, I'm trying to be that. that uh, so, so that's it. So yeah. yeah, But I
0: mean, if that's what you're striving to be, I'm, I'm sure there's no roof to that being achieved. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I like to touch on the fact, why is, why is music important to make for you? Like, what does music serve as a purpose making it like?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's twofold. I think number one, it was just like a great outlet for me to have, um, from the time that I was a teenager up until now. Um, and then the second part kind of works in that to think that I can like literally create something out of thin air, you know, that I can like. I have a lot of like friends that spend time, you know, building characters in video games and, and, uh, you know, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, like that I, I have that fun and that enjoyment when I'm, when I'm making music, cause it's like a video game, putting all the blocks, the puzzles, the pieces together. Um, but at the end of the day, I can hit export and feel like I have something even though it's not tangible. I know it's like digital. Um, I still have something that I feel like, uh, I've created, I've put out into the universe, you know what I mean? And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like addicting and stuff. So um, I think there's many reasons why I do it, but I think at the, the, the heart of it is that it just, it makes me like, I'm, I'm in a better mood. If I wake up and I make a great beat, I just have a better day. It's just, there's no doubt about it on those days where I'm trying, where I'm in the studio and I'm trying like song after song, and I can't figure it out. My, my fiance (laughs) will always be like, Oh, it's just like, it just affects your mood so much. And it does, it truly does. Like if I can make some slapping beats, I feel really good about like life. So, uh, it's just a, it's a great pick me up,
0: you know? I like the sound of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, like to touch on more, I guess we already touched on what like kind of defines your sound, I guess we touched a little Mm -hmm. bit on that. I don't know if we Mm -hmm. completely did, but,
1: uh, I mean, that's like, that's a great question, but also a tricky one. Like, when I think, um, when I think about what defines my sound, uh, a lot of those influences that I mentioned really, yeah. I guess, to a degree, define it. They are the foundation. Like I was literally just going through that first boy wonder kit that dropped back in probably 2004 <laughs> or something like that. Like it was so long ago. Um, and I was just thinking about how much that influenced my sound and just made, like I use that, you know, when you mentioned Canon and even to this day, like the idea that I was going through it today, it's like those things um, get kind of ingrained in you. I love synthesizers. I think like, if I was to boil it down for like what I try and do, I think it's like mixing some of the more like out of this world sounds. I try and bring that into a, in this world palette. If that makes any sense, trying to take some (laughs) of the the weird strange sounds that I can get like off a synthesizer and stuff, but put it in a way that like you'd want to listen to it on repeat. Cause sometimes like those things can just be so, uh, you can't take that much of it It can be off-putting and that's where just i think a a lot of time just like finding the balance yeah studying music and also like some people just like naturally have like an ear for that not to say that i i do but like i think over time i've gotten um developed yeah i've developed a, a ear or something where i can like hear the sound and know what i need to do to manipulate it to make it um listenable for like an average individual and i think that is super important because it's one thing to produce to impress produce uh, impress producers that's a hard one to get out (laughs) but it's another thing to make music um that people actually like want to listen to and artists want to hop on so it's it's
0: two different worlds you know well i mean i i was just thinking about that it's like to know exactly what you can do to a certain sound takes an ear like and a good one at that because I know sometimes it's like I can think about what I want this to sound like, but I can't – I don't know exactly what I have to do to make it sound like how I want it to sound.
1: Yeah. yeah so, I mean, so that. Yeah.
0: I guess that separates the producer from the artist. But at the same time, a good producer mm-hmm. from or, yeah. an average Joe. Yeah, you have to study a lot of gear and, like,
1: test things out and and happy accidents and stuff like that, too, because yeah. when somebody walks in the room – and I, I, you need to be prepared to the point that someone could walk in and be like, I need to sound like um, – outside on the street and i'm at, at a party in a in a building that's like three stories up it's like it's like some people <laughs> can hear that and be like i have no clue other individuals can hear that and be like okay we put the filter here we route it to this reverb we cut it
0: off here you know what i mean and so yeah i'm um, just trying to it's impressive it's impressive yeah. yeah yeah for sure uh so like to touch on I usually ask what other business ventures and side hustles. I know you got Octave, so I'll yep. let you talk about that a bit. Yeah, yeah, but for is sure. There, is there anything else that you got going on as far as side hustles?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the two biggest businesses, I mean, the two businesses right now that I'm focused on is like uh, my production business. So simply just like producing, scoring, doing that type of stuff. My own right. like, kind of my best friend, Jacob world. Um, but then um, Octave, which ultimately is, is uh, a company called software Audio. So Octave is is one of the first products that we released. We have another one coming this summer. We're a a small company, a staff of of like five individuals right now. So we've grown leaps and bounds in the last 12 months since we launched. But uh, yeah, we're here to uh, provide um, production uh, tools specifically for for rap producers. I think that it is, um, you know, rap is the number one genre in the world, yet we're continuing to like use instruments and things that were never really built or meant for us. And I think that to a degree, that's kind of cool because like hip hop came from that world. Like literally somebody had to like rig up those turntables. Like those things didn't exist. And even with samplers and like sampling and all those things, like I think um, the hip hop uh, mindset is, is one that you can take nothing and make something out of it. I just think at this point, you need to be you need to have things that you you can rely on when you get into the studio and stuff like that and i think that a lot of other genres EDM Folk, you know what I mean. It's like there's so many different software uh, ventures and stuff happening in those worlds, right. but like nothing is happening in hip hop. And so um, it was kind of just to scratch my own itch. Um, but I've I've realized in in growing the community, we have about eight thousand individuals now using uh, the Octave plug plugin. No big deal. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's a it's a great little milestone. And uh, within that community, I, I'm starting to uh, see how this truly is like benefiting those producers that didn't have, you know, it's like a back to the whole ear thing and stuff like this took a long time to develop. And so yeah. um, when sometimes to your point, like when producers open up a plugin and they see like 6,000 sounds or, or in all these knobs, they think to themselves, like how do I just get it to sound like that Drake record I just heard? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and a big part of what I'm trying to do is help curate it. So that experience a is a lot simpler and or B, um, those sounds are kind of already curated and selected for you. So you just know what to go to, to get, to get the job done.
0: Right. Yeah. Fair enough. sounds like you got a lot on your plate, but at the same time, it sounds <laughs> like you love what you're doing. So it's hard to complain.
1: Yeah. I think that's the thing that gets me up every morning at five 45 and keeps <laughs> oh, me going till uh, eight, eight or so. Like I'll probably tap out at, at eight tonight today um yeah that's that's kind of where i get my energy from um understandable it's is truly just a, a love for what i'm doing and uh i didn't feel that same way when i worked other jobs and stuff in the past so um yeah i can't i can't complain I'm very happy about it
0: <laughs> fair enough I'd like to touch on like more of the personal side of things why my best friend jacob I guess um, that's because, still not personal, but it, it's, yeah. it's we're getting there.
1: Why my best friend Jacob? Well, I guess yeah. To your to your question, to your point, um, the reason it even came about is uh, White Trash Tyler was one of his first interviews. They asked him where he got his name, and he was like, "My best friend Jacob." <laughs> and so I was looking for a name at the time. Uh, I didn't want to go by by my government, and so it just kind of clicked. I was like. Oh man, that kind of works. I gave him his name. He gives me mine. Um, but I think the bigger part of it is like, um, I, I didn't, I want it to be like, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a personable guy. Like I don't think that I would walk into a room and and you'd be like, you know, why is that guy so standoffish or, you know, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah, I gotcha. and I feel like sometimes whether it's artists or producers or musicians in general, sometimes they put on that, um, uh, I don't want to say fakeness, but like they try and build like a character. And for me, like I wasn't, I'm not trying to like build a character. I kind of am who I am. Um, And so it kind of just works into that, like, hey, this is, it's not so serious. This is fun. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm your best friend. I'm just here to help. And it kind of worked in the sense of like, that's what a producer is basically here to do. Like pull the best out of you the same way your best friend would. And then ultimately when it comes to, uh, me helping other producers with the sound selection and stuff, it's like, yeah, it's your, your to hear with, with those curated sounds when you needed them at the, at the most. So yeah, it just kind of, it kind of works and, and hopefully yeah, shows some of my personality
0: there. That's dope. I mean, that's that's kind of funny that it just worked out that way. It was just in the moment kind of naming. But yeah, yeah. It it's
1: sticky though, man. Like I can't tell you every time <laughs> like somebody will bring up my name to somebody else and it just sticks because they always think, Oh, my best friend, Jacob. And then he's like, somebody else will be like, uh, sorry, he's not actually my best friend. And, like, and then <laughs> they a, have a, have a conversation nice. about it. And yeah. every time I'll meet somebody new that might've heard about me through the grapevines is like, man. And they'll explain that story to me. And I'm yeah. like, this is definitely doing its
0: job. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's memorable. So. Like you have to meet my best friend, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Kind of do.
1: That's
0: yeah. I know we kind of, kind of mentioned it, but what's the home life like? Not that we need to dive too deep, but like, what's your like routine, like either yeah, daily, sure. weekly, monthly, or whatever the case is. Uh, so it tends to
1: be Monday to Friday. I'm up at 5:45. I'm in here at 6 a.m. Uh, and then um, it's split between the two worlds. So I try and put like from 6 a.m. till noon my music stuff. And then from noon until 6 PM is the, um, software, the company stuff. Um, and obviously it depends on the week. Like right now I'm working on a, I was literally in the background. I'm, I'm rendering a project right now for, for a Nike (laughs) commercial. So like, uh, you know, it depends on, on the week. It could go a bit longer. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically, I try and put in like those solid 12 hours split kind of between the two worlds and, um, then on the weekends, I just kind of hang out with my fiance. I'd probably, well, sometimes I won't lie. Like, I do get up on the weekends, like, it, I'll continue to get up at like five something just because, like, I know she'll sleep in till like nine right. or ten so I can get a couple more a hours. Of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I like it. So I don't feel like
0: it's burning me out or anything like that. Well, I mean, I've, I, I think we heard, I don't know if it was recently, but Eminem basically runs on a nine to five, he runs a night, his work. He is in the studio nine to five yep. Lunch at lunchtime. And yep. and that's what it is. And that's, what it sounds like with you anyways. And that's, I, yeah, I think when it comes to creativity,
1: I think there's this myth around it that like it can't, that there is no like math formula to like make it happen all the time. And I think people um, uh, misread that because uh, I think creativity, a lot of it comes with consistency. I think yeah. there's no, um, artists out there that could tell you every day they put down ideas that are just amazing. It's the fact that they put down ideas after idea and eventually those things like I, I truly don't even to a degree believe that there's such thing as like writer's block. It's like if you just keep trying, you can get past that. You know, sometimes when you like you actually stop. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people just stop. They, they They cut it short or they don't put in that time where like, you know, even on the days where I might not make what i consider great music a there's still a chance that somebody else hears it thinks it's great and it becomes like the biggest song in the world but b there's usually something that i learn from those experiences is like oh i'll remember that chord progression for some other thing that i want to try and so i don't really count them as losses um and it just helps me get
0: kind of like my most my max output if you know what i'm trying to say yeah 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 makes sense uh I usually like to touch on this subject, whether whether you indulge or not, but sure. uh, smoker, drinker, both or neither. Zero. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty clean cut, uh,
1: clean cut sober dude. I
0: don't. Uh, nothing wrong with that, man.
1: Yeah. I'm, I mean, maybe like uh, in my obviously in my
0: younger days, but uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm the same way, though. Yeah, I, it, it was. <laughs> I don't really have an answer. No. Yeah, I do
1: nothing. Yeah.
0: No, but I mean, and that speaks to just how your routine is at the same time. Because, I mean, I've done interviews, a handful of interviews with this podcast already that a lot of people, their jobs are not what they're doing creatively. Mm-hmm. So to speak to you, I've talked to Hermit as well. And uh, to talk to people that are doing what they love, doing the creative side of things, the whole point of this podcast is dope to hear because i don't get to you don't get to see that very often in in people that you know because yeah. i mean like i like cory larue does that for a living neon dreams does that for a living mm-hmm. and it's like it's the dream and it, it's just nice to see somebody come from here mm-hmm. and do that kind of stuff especially like on the international scale that you have it's just, it's dope to see and it's definitely appreciated. And it's, it, it just, it's inspiring at the same time. So, I mean, it just, it it touches home a little bit.
1: Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. too, like, just to, to rewind a bit on that point is like, so I didn't make my full like leap leap until 2018. Right. Um, That's when I fully was like, I'm only doing music and stuff like that. So for anybody thinking about it, I think the one thing that I truly learned um, is that, when it boils down to like consistency and stuff like that, I realized as soon as like, I didn't have, you know, a boss and somebody telling me what to do, it was very easy to be like, well, what do I do? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then the whole day is gone and you don't actually kind of move forward. And I actually think that that happens to a lot of creatives. I think like we're so it's very easy for like us to just sit down and write music all day. But then like, we don't do the taxes. We don't go to that meeting. We don't do all the other stuff that like, is the thing that pushes you forward. And, uh, (laughs) so that, that was like definitely a learning curve. And I think that that's why I've gotten into this routine and stuff like that, because as I'm seeing things work and stuff, I'm realizing, Oh, it's working because I'm actually putting in the time. And before when I thought I was putting in the time, I wasn't actually like working that smart. I was doing things that weren't, you know, returning on the investment. So, um, yeah, for anybody thinking about that, it's definitely not easy to jump into it. But the one thing that will help you get to a place where you can pay your bills and feel really comfortable is uh, by just, uh, uh, you know, putting down a plan that um, and then executing on that every day and, and trying not to just like
0: freestyle, you know? Yeah, I've done the whole freestyle thing <laughs> yeah. over the past. And it's exactly what you said. It, there's yeah. The ROI is definitely not, yeah. not there. <laughs> yeah. But... we're we're plugging away now and i think of i think i've started to enjoy doing these kind of interviews because it allows me to just touch on people like i've talked to artists that i've wanted to talk to in Mm -hmm. a long time and it's just like i've never actually talked to them as a human being Mm -hmm. it's always been at like you're at a show and it's just you're given daps after they did after they did their set and that's it you don't really learn anything about anybody so allowing myself to not only learn about their craft but learning about just their everyday life just because at the end of the day, I'm going to respect you for the human being that you are Mm -hmm. along with your craft, but more, more so who you are as a person for the person. So, so that's what I hopefully intend to do with a lot of this (laughs) and and get to talk to a few more people, you know, it's the, it's, it's the intention anyways, but uh, moving along. Uh, I know it sounds like a big question, but it might be an easy answer. I don't know. But uh, favorite song of all time?
1: Power by Kanye West. Easy. Easy. (laughs) Yeah, Power by Kanye West. Um, Well, I just, uh, that production, I remember that day I was in Dartmouth. I remember walking to the mall. Uh, I didn't have a vehicle at the time or anything. I remember walking to the mall, getting that album, coming home. And just being immersed in that world. I still think to this day it's one of the best albums ever created. But yeah, when it boils down to that song, uh between the sample flip, the guitar, and the harmonizer on the guitar, the lyricism, like the content, even to I remember, I don't know if you remember the, the um the graphics, the video that came out where they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything's floating and, and they're yeah. in anyway. So just that the whole thing. I don't know if it's maybe just a time thing at my, in my life, but, uh, I love that record. And I've had a chance to to work with and, and talk to now uh, S one who produced that record, um, on multiple times. He's a, he's a big fan of octave and uses it all the time. So, um, I've had a chance to kind of pick his brain. And every time I, 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 I talk to him, I always start off our conversations with like the, uh, the jacob that walked to um to <laughs> micmac mall to to pick up that cd day that day would never believe that he'd be talking to s1 like i appreciate you so much bro like i feel like power <laughs> to this day i'm still trying to like crack the code and be like how can i make a power um it's just such a such a timeless song
0: i think so it's yeah i definitely too, go with man. that it's a yeah, big record it was it was really really great well kanye's kanye's been the game changer since his day one so i mean yeah definitely Uh, coming to the end of the podcast and just like to touch on just little things. We'll do a this or that, but, uh, favorite Sunday jams since party on a podcast is based off a party on a Sunday, favorite Sunday jams, top three. Hmm. Oh man. Now that's a hard
1: question. Uh, you know, I would say I tend to go a bit more old school on the weekends Um, I like my Michael Jackson, so something off of Dangerous. I can't really boil it down, but something off of Dangerous. (laughs) I would go with a Jodeci record, Um, probably Forever Like My Lady or something like that. Yeah. And then, um, dang, I got one more, eh? This is a hard question. You do top Um, five
0: if you really want to, but we'll stick to – No, no, we should stick to top three.
1: (laughs) Um, It's probably – Man, it's definitely between Joe to see a Michael Jackson song, and then, um, man, uh, Drake, Drake or Travis, probably, or Don.
0: Don, I'll go Don Tolliver Company. Fair, yep. that's yeah, quite the variety. I like it, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's yeah. a solid Sunday, that sounds like a pretty decent Sunday to me, yeah. Uh, so I run this just rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. It's funny because every time I do it, they, they have long answers for the mm-hmm. questions but uh this or that uh producing or artist this sorry like, and sorry produce sorry I can't say artist because that's not you anymore Producing or like sound design, I guess is I don't because I don't think I don't feel okay. like they're the same thing like mixing and sound no, design versus producing. definitely not producing. Hundred percent.
1: Sound design is a long. I'm working on the next. So Here's me rambling on now. Like you just said. <laughs> yeah, am um, good. That's why I'm I get working. You. I'm working on the sound design for the next plugin, and boy, <laughs> let me tell you, it <laughs> is. I think people underestimate. Like on a good day, you might be able to get one preset in a half hour that's crazy so imagine you're doing like this next one at a minimum we need 300 so 300 presets times 30 minutes those hours start adding up there you know at that they point. really do yeah um, fair enough. let alone if you're getting into the world of like 6,000, like an atmosphere
0: archery and stuff so sound design is a tough one that's so definitely love producing uh when it comes to listening uh more underground or more mainstream mainstream Singles or albums when it comes to listening? Albums. I'm an old guy, though, so. Producing-wise. Uh still? Albums still.
1: I think, yeah, the cohesiveness. I think, like, yeah, anything that I truly fall in love with
0: is usually because the album's, like, so cohesive. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, uh, New music or classics?
1: There's no, like, I can't, there's no middle <laughs> thing I can say, eh? Because no. I, I think my answer to that is, like, I tend to go classics when I'm just listening to music, but I'm constantly inspired by like the new music and the innovation in it. Like I'm constantly hearing that
0: deserves, that deserves an explanation, I guess. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that would be it. Fair enough. Uh, collaborative production or solo. Oh, collab for sure. Anybody that's listening to this (laughs) in any, uh, artistry, please collaborate.
1: Collaboration is King. Collaboration is how you get better. You are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And if you can surround yourself with some, some great individuals, you will continue to learn and grow and, and, and prosper hopefully from all of that. But yes, any placement I've ever got any connection I've ever, um, been introduced to anything has come from collaborations and to your point way earlier about really meeting or understanding people and going past like just what's up. Um, collaborate and and uh, build a network of people that you can just call and don't have to just like talk music strictly to like um, yeah. when you truly build relationships with people that's when those relationships um, turn into really
0: great things that can happen in your life so collaborate respect travel or homebody homebody easy morning or night morning I guess that goes back to the entire conversation of your routine <laughs> yeah summer or winter summer and when it comes to i guess artistry or anything to that nature fame and fortune or like a cult-like fan base hmm. and, and, and more low-key i would probably go cult-like fan
1: base aka building a community right. communities are built to last and if you can at least when i'm learning through the octave stuff is that like building the community you get so much like i can't tell you what it was the the fulfillment the feeling it was like the first time i heard somebody make a beat using like the instrument i created and just okay. that like deep connection there is something way different than uh anything else when you can build that community and ultimately that community starts to support you and uh if you really want you can you get rich and famous, you with the community as well too. You this know everybody true. can yeah. kind of win. So I think community would would triumph in that in that
0: realm. Fair enough. Ninety last one, I guess. Nineties yeah. hip hop or two thousands. Two thousands. Fair enough. <laughs> I and I I hate to do it, but I, I would do Biggie and Tupac. But Pac, that's hundred percent. Yeah, I mean
1: I really like Biggie, but he only had two albums. Pac to me uh, was like, I guess a good example of that is like Pac left seeds within Nipsey Hussle and all these other great individuals that you can directly kind of point back to. Um, I don't necessarily know if like, like how often are people compared to as like Biggie? Yeah, you know? that's fair. I feel like he's been quoted a lot more to Pac. I mean, yeah, definitely. I think there was like an activism in his yeah. music that I think if you're especially of an older generation you appreciate when there's like lyrical content and stuff not to say that biggie didn't have that but just like the poetry he wrote and like yeah there's just so much more than just like
0: the. you could always dive really deep into that conversation for sure but uh last two things basically and then we're we're off and running but uh how do you want to be perceived as a person instead of just a producer at the end of the day, when all is said and done.
1: If anything, I would say like, um, that I didn't hurt anybody. I know that that's like a weird one. Like, I think that, um, I think as I've grown out of like my younger years and my teenage years and stuff, I have realized that like, I want to be a help to people. I want to like, that's, I think a back to the best friend thing. It's like, I want to give and give and give as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, I think that thankfully with the company that I'm building, uh, we're now in a position where we're starting to get to this place where we have like, you know, we're, we're building out and working on community initiatives to give back to the, to the up and coming producers and the community in, in, in general. And um, yeah, I think like, I don't know, it's as simple as like, I, you know, when I walk down the street and I, you know, see a bug on the ground and like make a clear conscious effort to just like move around it like i just don't want uh yeah, i got you yeah, i don't yeah, want yeah. those things i don't want those things in you know that negativity or that even output. something
0: as small as that as
1: small as that like you know what i mean like i want to be able to like stay cool calm and collected and give you know what i mean without really okay. uh, wanting or needing to receive much more i think at the end of my life uh if if uh, the majority of people that met me dealt with me could say that i i i help them rather than like hurt them then i'd
0: i'd go down have so that y'all. makes more sense then i appreciate that yeah. yeah yeah i mean all right last i guess thing is plug any socials any new stuff you're working on and uh where can they find you? I guess if they're, if they really want to find you, you know, well, we're just about to launch a YouTube channel uh, on Thursday, but let me quickly,
1: I want to make sure I get this right. <laughs> uh, because uh, Grant Ketty set this up. I didn't, I didn't set up the channel. I just been shooting the stuff for it. So um, it should be sauceware audio. Um, so if you want to check out, yeah, it's sauceware audio. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sauceware audio. Um, go subscribe there. Uh, I think, uh, there's going to be a lot of great content. And again, back to the community aspect aspect, I'm going to use this as a platform to inform and, and just pass on valuable information and stuff like that too. So a lot of great tutorials. Um, the one that's coming on Thursday. Um, uh, and if you're listening to this, uh, it might already be up. So go check it out. Is, um, I did a SSG Kobe record with wonder girl and I used the sounds that I used. It's all octave sounds, which is another great, uh crazy thing to think that like I not only did I get like a placement with one of my favorite producers um, but also like I did it using all the sounds that I created um, in my own plugin which is like another crazy a double whammy so um, go check that out because I'm breaking that all down outside of that you can follow the channel Software audio uh, we're on instagram uh, all the socials and stuff like that we're just up and going so don't be surprised if you if you show up and there's like you know two followers uh, <laughs> we're just starting to kind of to, to grow out the brand that way but I definitely think get in there now because I'm trying my best to be a part of of all the conversations and and answer questions and just be a part of the community and like I said in the in the off hours that I do have um, to answer some questions and, and hit back some people um because uh yeah
0: that's what it's all about appreciate it man i think i i couldn't thank you enough for doing this because this is this is actually one of the interviews that i've been waiting to do just because yeah, yeah, sure. i i i know you're a homie from back here so like back in nova scotia uh it's a pleasure man it's always yeah, it's a pleasure to chop
1: it up like you said to go a bit deeper than just like the what's up at the show yeah exactly because like, you know I, mean? I mean i
0: can appreciate the conversation a little bit more this way yeah i mean definitely and see that your success has exceeded nova scotia is is inspiring like i've said through the entire interview uh i I couldn't thank you enough once again for being on the podcast it's been a dope conversation and i hope we can do this again in the future hopefully you're not too busy with too (laughs) successful you know to no i'll I'll never be i'll never be that so appreciate it man all right I can do it someday. Why party at the end of the week when we can party on a Sunday? Party on a Sunday.